No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome back to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Laws are necessary in any society, but they are worthless unless they are enforced. Today we see that when God gives commandments, He backs them up with severe penalties for breaking them. We hope you'll join us now as Pastor Daryl continues in Leviticus chapter 20 on Simply the Bible. In Leviticus 18, God gave Israel various moral laws. And in chapter 20, He gives the penalties for breaking them. We pick it up in Leviticus chapter 20, verse 1. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Again you shall say to the children of Israel, Whoever of the children of Israel or of the strangers who dwell in Israel who gives any of his descendants to Molech, he shall surely be put to death. The people of the land shall stone him with stones. I will set my face against that man and will cut him off from his people because he has given some of his descendants to Molech to defile my sanctuary and profane my holy name. And if the people of the land should in any way hide their eyes from the man when he gives some of his descendants to Molech, and they do not kill him, then I will set my face against that man and against his family, and I will cut him off from his people and all who prostitute themselves with him to commit harlotry with Molech. Molech means king because he was the main god of the Ammonites. And the worship of Molech involved heating the outstretched arms of this idol in the fire until they were red hot. Then they would put their babies on the arms and incinerate them in an act of child sacrifice. This practice was so hideous and so reprehensible in the eyes of God that not only would the perpetrator be stoned to death by the congregation. But if anyone saw somebody doing this and didn't report it, then God would set his face against that person and cut him off from his people. God viewed this as a heinous act of murder and spiritual adultery or harlotry against him. Now, to us, God's punishments for breaking the law seem severe by today's standards. But laws that are not justly enforced are worthless. And actions that severely harm others must be severely punished. The Bible lists many offenses that required capital punishment in Israel. God gave the law to restrain sin, not to reform sinners. His laws were to protect society, not to rehabilitate criminals. A society that refuses to justly punish criminals will soon disintegrate. Now, this demon god Molech stretched out his arms to incinerate the children that were placed there, whereas Jesus stretches out his arms to receive children and bless them. And he commands us not to look down upon them, for their angels behold the face of his Father in heaven. Jesus said in Matthew 18, Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were drowned in the depth of the sea. Verse 6, And the person who turns to mediums 
and familiar spirits, to prostitute himself with them, I will set my face against that person and cut him off from his people. Mediums professed to contact the dead. God's holy people were to have nothing to do with them. Rather, they were to seek the Lord, not the dead. Familiar spirits were demons to whom many people turned. Make no mistake, there is supernatural power in these things, but it comes from Satan. Anyone involved in these occultic practices would be cut off from his people. The meaning of this term is uncertain. However, tradition tells us that the person would be punished by God directly. An eminent Israeli lawyer said, The threat of being cut off by the hand of God in his own time hovers over the offender constantly and inescapably. He is not unlike the patient who is told by his doctors that his disease is incurable and that he might die any day. Hebrews 10.30 tells us, For we know him who said, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. And again, the Lord will judge his people. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Verse 7, Consecrate yourselves, therefore, and be holy. For I am the Lord your God, and you shall keep my statutes and perform them. I am the Lord who sanctifies you. Throughout Leviticus, God tells his people to be holy, for I am holy. Here he tells them to set themselves apart, for he is the one who sets them apart. Now, is this a contradiction? Not at all. God makes us holy, but we must participate by setting ourselves apart from sin to God. There's God's part and there's our part. Verse 9, for everyone who curses his father or his mother shall surely be put to death. He has cursed his father or his mother. His blood shall be upon him. The penalty was severe for cursing, literally treating lightly your father or mother. Disobedience to parents is one of the signs of the last days, according to 2 Timothy chapter 3. The man who commits adultery with another man's wife, he who commits adultery with his neighbor's wife, the adulterer and the adulteress shall surely be put to death. The man who lies with his father's wife has uncovered his father's nakedness. Both of them shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. Now this happened in the church of Corinth. The man had his stepmother. But under the age of grace, they were put out of the church until they repented. They weren't put to death. Verse 12. If a man lies with his daughter-in-law, both of them shall surely be put to death. They have committed perversion. Their blood shall be upon them. What a terrible betrayal of the trust of a son in his father. It was a capital offense. Verse 13. If a man lies with a male as he lies with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. If a man marries a woman and her mother, it is wickedness. They shall be burned with fire, both he and they, that there may be no wickedness among you. It is uncertain what is meant by they shall be burned with fire, since stoning was the method of execution in Israel. Perhaps it referred to what they would do to their bodies after they were stoned to death. Burial was very important to the Hebrews. 
verse 15. If a man mates with an animal, he shall surely be put to death and you shall kill the animal. If a woman approaches any animal and mates with it, you shall kill the woman and the animal. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood is upon them. These practices were so perverse as to be unthinkable, yet they were practiced by the Canaanites in whose land they would soon dwell. Their blood would be upon them in that when they executed them, they were not to feel guilt or remorse for doing that. The blood was upon the criminal for committing the crime. Verse 17, if a man takes his sister, his father's daughter or his mother's daughter and sees her nakedness and she sees his nakedness, it is a wicked thing and they shall be cut off in the sight of their people. He has uncovered his sister's nakedness. He shall bear his guilt. Not only does this cover incest with one's sibling, but it also implies that there should be modesty and propriety among siblings of the opposite sex in a home so that no nakedness would be uncovered that could cause temptation. Verse 18, if a man lies with a woman during her sickness and uncovers her nakedness, he has exposed her flow and she has uncovered the flow of her blood. Both of them shall be cut off from their people. This speaks of having sexual relations with a woman during her menstrual period. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your mother's sister, nor of your father's sister, for that would uncover his near of kin. They shall bear their guilt. If a man lies with his uncle's wife, he has uncovered his uncle's nakedness. They shall bear their sin. They shall die childless. If a man takes his brother's wife, it is an unclean thing. He has uncovered his brother's nakedness. They shall be childless. This was the sin for which John the Baptist rebuked Herod Antipas as he had his brother Philip's wife. The punishment of dying childless meant that the children would precede their parents in death. When David committed adultery with Bathsheba and she conceived, the child died. Bathsheba's husband was not David's brother, but he was one of David's mighty men and showed David brotherly loyalty. Verse 22, You shall therefore keep all my statutes and all my judgments and perform them, that the land where I am bringing you to dwell may not vomit you out. And you shall not walk in the statutes of the nation which I am casting out before you, for they committed all these things, and therefore I abhor them. But I have said to you, you shall inherit their land, and I will give it to you to possess, a land flowing with milk and honey. I am the Lord your God, who has separated you from the peoples. You shall therefore distinguish between clean animals and unclean, between unclean birds and clean. And you shall not make yourselves abominable by beast or by bird, or by any kind of living thing that creeps on the ground, which I have separated from you as unclean. And you shall be holy to me, for I, the Lord, am holy and have separated you from the peoples that you should be mine. They weren't to cherry-pick the commandments, only keeping the ones that were suitable to them. They were to keep all God's statutes and judgments to perform them. God spelled it all out with the penalties, which were severe, so that they would not be infected by the same wickedness of the Canaanites and the land would then vomit them out. Each of these practices were a cancer that left alone would destroy the national body of Israel. Today, we have become so soft on sin that we have lost our ability to hate what is evil. 
we are told to tolerate practices that God calls an abomination. Spiritual laws, like physical laws, cannot be violated without the natural consequences. You may protest the law of gravity. You could climb to the top of the tallest building in the city and say that the law of gravity was an ancient relic not fit for today's liberated society. But if you jump off the building, guess what will happen? Whether you choose to believe in the laws or not, you cannot violate them without dire consequences. And so it is with the laws of God. God knows that if we violate these things, that there are natural consequences we will surely reap. In his love, he would spare us of these for the good of ourselves and the good of our nation. Verse 27, a man or a woman who is a medium or who has familiar spirits shall surely be put to death. They shall stone them with stones. Their blood shall be upon them. There was no tolerance for the demonic. I believe that in this passage, verse 26 is the keynote. And you shall be holy to me, for I the Lord am holy and have separated you from the peoples that you should be mine. Through Jesus Christ, God has called us out of this world and separated us to himself so that we might partake in his holiness because he is holy. We are not our own. We belong to him. If we choose to ignore his commandments, then we will suffer for it. But if we choose to keep them, then we are holy unto him. This is our worship. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. They meet Sunday mornings at 1030 at Pepperidge Elementary School in Boise. Also, to listen to any of Pastor Daryl's teachings or to find out more about the church, go to their website at calvarytv.org. They'd really love to hear from you. You can also text them at 208-314-3377 with your questions or comments. Tomorrow we'll see where the Lord gives rules for the priests governing their personal lives. Those who draw near to God are called to a higher standard of holiness. We hope you'll join us as we continue through Leviticus on Simply the Bible. Simply the Bible.